Well, good morning, church. If you have your Bibles, find your place in Matthew chapter number six. Matthew chapter number six. Good morning. If you're a guest with us here today, I'm Pastor Mike. We're honored to have you with us today in worship. Please let us know if we can help you in any way. That's our desire to help you and so that you might uh, get to know us better and we can minister to you as we need to. All of you who are part of First Baptist Church, good morning. Good to see all of you on this nice, beautiful day uh, that we have that the Lord has given to us. We continue to think about this holy habit of prayer that is ours that we share as followers of Jesus. The disciples said to the Lord Jesus, teach us to pray. What the Lord Jesus is doing now in Matthew chapter number six is giving to disciples the way we're to pray. This is uh, called popularly the Lord's Prayer, but it is the Lord teaching his disciples to pray so we could say it is the disciples' prayer. This is your prayer and my prayer. This is what we share together. This is what we say together. This is how we approach and speak to God. Not only these ideas that are in the prayer, but the very words of this prayer we are to say and speak to the Lord. It helps to focus our hearts and our minds. No theory here. This is all practice. This is about how you pray. So today we've come to evaluate and think about our praying and our prayer life again today. Matthew chapter 6, beginning in verse 5, when you pray, the Lord Jesus says to his disciples, I'm now reading this and this is for all the disciples, followers of Jesus here today. When you pray, you're not to be like the hypocrites. For they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on the street corners so that they may be seen by men, truly. I say to you, they have their reward in full. But you, that is you disciples, but you as a disciple, when you pray, go into your inner room and close your door and pray to your father who is in secret. And your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you are praying, do not use meaningless repetition as the Gentiles do. For they suppose that they will be heard for their many words. So do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Pray then in this way. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Our Heavenly Father, may your name be holy and honored and glorified today. And may your kingdom come through the Lord Jesus Christ on the earth. We pray come Lord Jesus. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven through the work of your people and this church and your churches all around the world. Today we ask for the bread of life, the Lord Jesus Christ, to feed our souls by grace and mercy. In fullness of grace and truth, may we receive from the Lord Jesus Christ. We have believed in him. He has saved us and forgiveness of our sins. He is the bread of life. Satisfy us with your love and the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. And today we ask that as we prepare to receive the bread today, 
the juice today that we would remember the broken body of the Lord Jesus for us. We pause now to pray for foster children today in Tennessee who are fearful and sad and worried, having been separated from their families. They don't know what's happening to them. They don't know what's going on. We pray that you might be with them and may you give them peace in their terrible condition. And may you be a father to them as you have promised. You have said clearly that you are the father of the fatherless and we claim that and we thank you for being the father of the fatherless. We thank you for being our heavenly father. Through adoption we are saved. We pray that we might be your people now and accomplish your purposes. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So today our focal truth is around this one phrase, Give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. So familiar, but there's so much in these words. Our focal truth around it is this, that when you pray, you pray for God to provide for your needs. Now look again at the prayer as we've seen it. First we pray, our Father who is in heaven. We come and we meet in that secret place. We come here to worship together and we join together and we say our Father and He meets us here. And as I've said, we, we go to heaven in our praying. We go and we meet Him at the throne and there we pray. We pray in secret in this way. We pray in public this way. Our Father who is in heaven... Notice, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. It's first in our praying about the glory of God. It's first about our heavenly Father and magnifying His name. It's first about praying that His kingdom, His reign would come finally to this earth and also in our own personal lives. It is a prayer that God's will would be done in our lives and in the life of that His purposes would be accomplished in the world. And then we come to a change. Now it isn't our Father, your kingdom, your will. It's give us. What an appropriate way to describe the next element of prayer. Give us. Give us. This is how we pray. Give us. This is how you pray. Give me. Give us, give me. This, what, this is what a child of God does when they pray. Do you ask God for anything when you pray? Do you ask God for any needs when you pray? Are you so self-sufficient? Are you so convinced in your prayers? They might be short prayers. What do you ask God for when you pray? What kinds of needs do you present to God the Father when you pray. Some of you met with God already today. What did you pray and ask God to do for you? What needs did you present before Him? Or did you present any at all? And when you pray before the Lord, do you believe that when you ask Him to meet your needs, that He will meet your needs? Or do you feel like, well, somehow I'm just going to Throw this up to God. I'm hoping that perhaps He'll look my way and give me some time and some idea. Do you really believe that when you pray and you present your needs to God that He will answer and meet your needs? Well, we learn from this little phrase, 
give us this day our daily bread so much about how to understand praying in the right way for God to meet our needs. There's not a single person in this room who does not have needs in your life that you cannot satisfy or meet on your own. You don't have the ability to meet your needs. You may be uh, convincing yourself that you can and you've been trying for a long time to take care of some need in your life. Need with your family, need job, need a need with your health, some, whatever it may be. But you've not been able to do it. And your needs are greater than your resources and your ability to take care of your needs. So we see here three observations that I want to make. There are many that we could make around this phrase. Give us this day our daily bread. Number one, when you pray, give us this day our daily bread, you're also saying, may you give us today what you know we need. May you give us today what you know we need, Heavenly Father. Number two, when we pray this, we pray, may you give us today the life essentials we need. And when you pray this prayer, you pray, may you give us today contentment in our needs. These are all three very important principles that I want us to consider today for a few moments. So let's come to the first one. We say now, give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day. Give us this day. Give us this day. I'm meeting God daily. I'm meeting Him today, this day. Today, here we are. We've all made it to this day. God has granted that you and I could be alive another day. This day. This day in February of 2023. What kind of day is today for you? What kind of day is today for you? Is it a day of sadness? Is it a day of sorrow? Is it a day of sickness? Is it a day of joy? Is it a day of contentment and happiness? Is it a day of fear? Is it a day of dread? Is it a day of anxiousness and worry? Is it a day of sorrow and sadness? You see, every day is a different day. And every day has different experiences and every day has different needs. That's why we say, as the Lord teaches us, give us this day. This day is not like yesterday. And this day will not be like tomorrow. Give us this day. I'm asking you, my dear brothers and sisters, we've walked together a long time. How is your day? Not how's your mama's day, your daddy's day. How's your day? Not how are your kids' days, not how are your grandkids. How is your day? You woke up today and you have things on your mind. You have things that have gone through your mind since the moment you got up. Oh, this day, this day is not your schedule starting tomorrow. This day is the day you've been given. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it, but it might be a day of sorrow. It might be a day of sadness. I'm laboring here because you cannot pray and understand what the Lord is saying. Don't glibly pass over this. Give us this day. This is what you pray every day. Give us this day. 
Because what I need from the Lord today in my needs may not be what I need tomorrow in my day. So we must think today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart. That's what we learn in the word of God in the book of Hebrews. So as we come to the word of God and we read it privately, we hear it preached, we hear it taught, we study it. Oh, the Holy Spirit of God begins to speak to you, doesn't he? He starts to speak to you. You have all of these spiritual thoughts that, become, that begin to come to your mind. And so then it is, here's what the Lord is saying for you for today. Give us this day. You see, praying is daily asking God to provide for what we need today. Prayer is asking God the Father for what we need today because He already knows what we need today. Now look, did you, did you catch it? I read it. I've read it week after week. I'm bringing it to you again. Matthew 6, 8. For your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. What kind of a day are you having today? Listen, your Father knows what you need on this kind of day. Your Father knows what you need on this particular day. He knows what you need every day of the days He will give you. And I remind us all, you have a birthday and you have a death day. So here we have it. Give us this day. Give us this day. Matthew, if you turn a page, Matthew 7, 7. Ask and it shall be given. That's the way we pray. You ask. If you do not ask, you do not receive. Ask and it shall be given. Listen, if you being evil, the Lord said, know how to give good gifts to your children. Listen to this phrase. This may be for you. This may be the whole reason why you're here today. Listen, how much more will your father who is in heaven give what is good to those who ask him? How much more? When I pray, I pray whatever kind of day it is, give us this day. Give me this day for whatever kind of day it is. And hallelujah, praise the Lord. God knows what I need before I ask that day. And he also is more than willing. How much more does he know what to give to us who ask? I'm asking you this today. Do you ask God for your needs in prayer. Have you just dismissed it? Well, that's just the way it is. That's not important. You see, from your needs, God gains glory. From the circumstances and situations of your life. So consider this today, my friends, on this first idea here. May you give us today what you know we need. Consider this today that... When we're praying, we're asking God the Father who is always ready to give to those who ask. When you come to prayer, do you really believe God's ready? He's ready to provide and meet your needs? Has someone taught you wrong? Has someone given you some inappropriate ideas about, here's the truth, here's the truth. How much more will your heavenly Father in heaven give what is good to those who ask Him? You come in secret to Him in prayer. You're burdened for the day. You're blessed in the day. You're rejoicing in the day. Whatever the day is for you. And you come and you say, Our Father, hallowed be Your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. Give us this day. And there you have it. You speak to Him as the God who is ready to 
give to those who ask Him. You speak to Him as the, as the God, the Father who knows what to give to those who ask. Look, as, and, and knows what is best to give. Every parent in this room, every grandparent, surely you're not one of those parents who gives your kids everything they want. Surely there's not anybody like that in here. When your children say, give me, give me, give me, that's a good word. They learn it really early. Give me, give me, give me. Because children need help. You, you say, Abba, Father. A part of saying, Abba, Father, to your Heavenly Father is, give me. You need Him. You need His help with your needs. You need Him. Give me. All of us as parents know when our children ask us for things that they need, they say, this is what I need. You know whether they need it or not. And you also know what to give them that is best. I'm simply saying, when you come before the Heavenly Father, when you draw near to Him and you say, give us this day, you must know and be assured that God will hear what you have to say and He will respond and give you what is good and what is best. That might not be what you think He should give you. Secondly, pray, may you give us today the life essentials we need. So it's bread. Give us this day, notice again the repetition, daily bread. Just as there is every day is a different day, we have to have bread every day to continue to live. It is Bread is one of those essentials. It's used throughout the Word of God to describe life essentials. But as we think about this, we think about this day, and we could say it this way. Give us this day the bread for today. Give us the essentials for today. I think about our spiritual lives here today. I think about all of the things that we should ask daily. What does the Word of God say? Come boldly to the throne of grace. Come boldly to pray so that you might find mercy and help for time of need. We need mercy and help every day, my friends. We need mercy and help every day. In this prayer, notice what we, we pray. We pray today, give us our daily bread. Next week, Lord willing, we look at and forgive us our debts. And then, Lord willing, as we go in the days ahead, verse 13, don't lead us to temptation and deliver us from evil. We, we pray for forgiveness. There's not a If anyone says they have not sinned, they're a liar, John reminds us. If you confess your sin, he's faithful and just to forgive you. As a part of coming before God, I confess my sin. I need forgiveness. I need the wisdom of God to know what to do in my life. I need wisdom. I need forgiveness. I need protection from those enemies of the evil one and the world and others that would seek to destroy and discredit me. When I'm innocent, I need protection from temptation and evil. I need grace. I need the grace of God through the Lord Jesus Christ. I need grace. I'm not there yet. I still have things in my life that I'm working on. I need grace. I need grace. I need strength. I need endurance. I need encouragement. Praise God for the Holy Spirit. What does the Lord say? He gives us the encourager to be with us and to teach us all things. He gives us. This is a God who is a God who gives. I know how to be a giving person. 
Because I have seen how much the Lord Jesus gave. He gave it all. God is a God of giving. God is the God who gives. For God so loved the world that He gave. Every good and perfect gift, James reminds us, comes from above. Everything in our life that is good and godly and wonderful, what a blessing it is. All, even the troubles and difficulty, God brings out of the bad and good what is good for us. Romans chapter 8, 28. But here we have it. Give us our life essentials. Being saved means that now I live a life dependent upon the grace of God as a child of God. There'll never be a day when I'm saved and I don't need God anymore. But there's also something here about praying for real daily needs. I, I, I don't want to pause too long here, but food, clothing, and shelter. The Lord is going to speak about this in detail Later in this chapter where he talks about don't worry about anything. What do people worry about today? I want to remind this church that yes, there are people all over the world that struggle with food, clothing, and shelter. But I want to remind this church that there are people in Dixon County who struggle with lack of food, lack of clothing, and lack of shelter. We in our last Harvest Food uh, uh, food distribution. Over a thousand people here. I got here six o'clock in the morning. Buddy and a few of our others were up here already. Todd and the cars were already lining up down the hill. 6 a.m. You say, oh, Pastor Mike, some people just take advantage of that. Not all 1,000 plus of those people were here taking advantage of that. Would you go sit in the line waiting for food? Our backpack program that is going on in our church that we help our schools where children go home, they don't have food. Why? We're buying more and more refrigerators at our houses because we've got all of our food. And we certainly wouldn't want to run out. Why? There's inflation. We better go buy some extra. We better put it in the freezer. But there are people who have no food, not even enough for the week. This is not just a mission need across the world. This is a mission need. This is a gospel issue here. Clothing. Well, just bag it all up and take it to the Hope Center. I'm going to go buy some more. So I can bag it up and send it off. How much is enough? How much is enough? Is what we must say. Give us this day our daily bread. How much, how many shoes? How, how many closets? How much do we need? Oh, I wouldn't want my kids to go and not have enough clothes. They'd wear the same thing every day if you'd let them. And shelter. Oh, the houses all... Big houses everywhere. May I remind you the thing that has stirred our hearts uh, so much as we've been together thinking about uh, fosters is we've got kids that they left their house with a trash bag and they're living in a state office. 
Give us this day our daily bread. There are those who need great supplies and we're here as a church to help with that. We must minister to those who won't always ask, but we watch and we look for the widow, the orphan, or others in need who desperately have these literal, physical needs. They don't have a big house with lots of extra rooms filled with dust that you've not gone in for months or maybe years. Some of them live in their car. Some of them in a tent. I'm not talking about South Asia. I'm talking about Tennessee. I'm talking about Dixon. So when we pray this prayer, we pray and recognize, give us this day our daily bread. We recognize that the Lord is our shepherd. We speak to Him in that way. He is our shepherd. He is our, the Lord Jesus is our shepherd. We've talked about it today. He guides us. He directs us. He leads us into the grass and the water. He prepares the table for us. But you see, surely this is it. When I pray, give us this day our daily bread, I'm remembering this as a child of God. Listen, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. You see, when I'm a child of God, my heavenly Father will never will never leave me without taking care of my needs. It's for you and I to remember what real needs are versus fleshly, ungodly needs. You see, you must consider that praying is asking for daily spiritual and physical essentials. And you need to pray it. You know, some of us in this room who've had to deal with physical issues... I've not been sick many days in my life. Well, I've been through what I've been through. So now all of a sudden my praying has changed. Lord, what do you want to do with me? What do you want to do with me? I am now one of these cancer people. What do you want to do with me? What should I do? Give us this day our daily bread. Here's my need. Here's my need. Here's what I have to have. When we pray, give us this day our daily bread, we're interceding for those who do not have as much as we have. I want you to go home today and remember how much you have, rich Christians. Remember how much you have. That's why for many rich Christians, this phrase of the Lord's Prayer is, well, it's a good prayer for poor Christians. Really? It's an important petition for every Christian. Do you know the depths of your needs, my friend? We pray this way because we pray for all of our brothers and sisters in Christ scattered around the world, many of whom have to collectively... We've already heard this. Our, our Cuba team comes back and tells us food is of such a scarcity in Cuba that the Christians have to gather it together and they share it together. We haven't had to have that kind of meeting up here at First Baptist Church in Dixon to put, bring all of our food together so we could share it with one another to make it. So we pray. 
We pray, give us, give us, all of God's people, wherever they are on the globe, give us. You're praying for one another as you pray this prayer. Give us this day our daily bread. And then finally, may you give us today contentment in our needs. Now look, this sounds like a contradiction. If I have needs, it's because I'm not content. But you see, you don't understand. There is such victory. There is confidence in this petition. There is confident, assured contentment as I pray, give us this day our daily bread. You know why? The Lord Jesus said it. We're about to come to the table. He said, I am the bread of life. And he who believes in me will never be hungry again. Never be thirsty again. When you've come to know the Lord Jesus Christ, you have eaten the bread of life. Now we pray for the daily bread, the essentials, so that we might follow Jesus and do what He wants. I believe another way that we can understand this phrase, give us this day our daily bread, is that believers are saying this basically, Father, here are my needs, and I am content however you meet my needs. I'm not going to be like the children of Israel. Manna, I'm sick of manna. Water out of a rock, flooding everywhere, I'm sick of the water. Killing all of my enemies. Why? I want something else. I want something else. I want this. I want that. Showing contempt to the Lord. No, when we pray, we pray as the Lord Jesus. We pray our requests, but we pray them contented. Not my will, but your will be done. Even in, my, in the meeting of my needs. And that wonderful verse in Proverbs 30, which some of us ought to go home and meditate on today, is this. Proverbs 30, verse 8. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food that is my portion. That's the way you pray. Give us this day our daily bread. You're praying to God the Father. Though your needs have not been completely met. And you're like Paul the Apostle said. We brought nothing into the world. We can't take anything out of it. If we have food and clothing with these we will be content. We're not looking for more than that. We're not trying to fulfill the American lying dream. We're not going to chase after the wind that gets you nowhere but emptiness and fills you with sadness and disappointment. We're going to follow Jesus Christ and we're going to pray that His will be done, that His kingdom come, that His name and perfections be glorified as we honor the Lord Jesus Christ. And we are going to say, give us this day. Give us this day what we need so that we might do your will. By the way, Matthew 6, 33. While we're praying, give us this day our daily bread, we are seeking first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. This is the way you pray. This is the order in which we pray. David said it very well. It is my testimony and my observation in my life also. Psalm 37, 25. I have been young and now I'm old. And I have yet to see the righteous forsaken. 
nor his seed beg bread. That's because the Lord provides wonderfully, gloriously, freely for his children as we ask for our needs. So contentment comes in prayer because God the Father hears his children's needs. I'll give it to you again. We studied it. We talked about it in detail when we were talking about blessed assurance. 1 John 5, 14. This is the confidence which we have before Him. What is He talking about? When you pray, you come with confidence in your prayer because you know God the Father knows your needs. He knows what's best for you. He's going to hear you in those needs and He's going to answer. This is the confidence that we have before Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. If we know that He hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests which we have asked from Him. Confidence in prayer is telling God the Father our needs. Our Father who's in heaven, hallowed be Your name. Your kingdom come, Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day. Give me in this today. Give me in my circumstances today. Give us today our daily bread. And when you pray like this, when you pray about everything, I'm not being flippant here. When you pray about everything, you don't worry about anything. When you pray about... Oh, I'm fretting, Pastor Mike. Look, I just... My tears flow. I'm weeping every day. I have to take medication because I'm so bound up and wound up. I can't. I'm fretful. I'm fearful. I'm troubled and anxious all the time. I can't sleep at night. When you pray about everything, you don't worry about anything. Because our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. The old preacher said, you've not prayed until you pray. Now you see, that may take you more than five minutes in your busy schedule to pray. If you finish praying and you're more worried than when you started, you didn't pray. If you're more bound up and wound up and agitated and aggravated and whatever else you want to say, after you've prayed, then you didn't pray. You pray until you pray. You may need to pray rather than five minutes, five hours. You pray and you continue to pray until you've prayed. Until you realize, praise God, no matter what my needs are every day, I have contentment to know that God the Father knows my needs and He is willing to give me what is best to meet my needs and I with that will be content whatever condition I am in. Give us this day our daily bread. That's what we pray, church. That's what we pray. To the praise of the glory of His grace, the Lord is near unto the door and we pray, come Lord Jesus. So let's Pray together for a moment.